cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. CliffCentral.com. It is Friday morning. This is Sex Talk with John T. Searle and Tamar is here and Levinson is sitting quietly in the corner playing with his phone, which is different to playing with himself quietly in the corner. Does it work? 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 I don't know. I'll put uh, some things on. There we go. wants to talk to himself. Three Jews walk into a podcast. And then what? Don't you said you're gonna be you're gonna be interesting, sexy, funny. Yeah. And you mentioned something else. And smart. Interesting, sexy, funny, smart. Yeah. All at once. How long have you been doing the podcast? Imagine that. Three Almost three years. That'll be good. If you get all four of those right, I'm here. <laughs> do I'm you know what, Davy? Almost every Friday we do. You, you should gave me sit a donut. Here. You got me into trouble on purpose with the boss. I oh, did. Because I held a gun to your head. It I put a food. donut it in your hand. I got catfish. And I told you yeah, to eat it. I got donut fished. Yeah. I told you to eat it in the studio. <laughs> you know what? It's much better than the time that Jonty makes, you know, anal demonstrations on donuts and make people eat it in the end. So you should yeah. just. It's just a demonstration. So it's your mind oh. that's. It's thinking your mind. Now. But it's always your mind. But no one's anus looks like a donut. If it does, you need to go and have that sorted. Some out. people might just. There's a know? whole. It's people anal have done, People have done a lot of anal fisting. Uh, yeah, are, that might yeah. that might I've lose done a lot. You say, yeah, something you try sort of once or twice, and if you don't like it, you never do it again. Exactly, but yeah. if you like it, so when was the last time you tried it, David? On myself. Yeah, <laughs> you can't I'm, try it on myself. I'm left handed. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? No, you see, gonna, that's your problem. You just break put this. Sacrum. You just put this random shit out there. So I'm left handed. Literally random. What shit. is so the computer's there? Right, so I'm holding the mouse. So what does it mean whether you're left handed or you're not? Just not, I, can't, I meant my left hand, I meant I'm not flexible enough. I think it's, I think it's the position, so maybe we need to do a lesson on this for you. Guys, and I also I can, need to stretch before. Uh, now I can sort yeah. it out for you. There's a beautiful yeah. fist um, dildo that you yeah. put on the table. Like the on temperature the, of the dildo. Um, baby, I can you sort can it. Warm nice it, warm bath. You can warm you it up first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's, good. Yeah. it's just a little bit, yeah, it's, it's, it's big. So there's like the, I actually looked yesterday in King's website. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one hand. Like that, I'll it's get, like I'll get Douglas to bring one for you right. and and the yeah. and the accompanying lube. But remember, if you can't eat a donut in the studio, how can you fist? Fisting myself in the studio is going to be no, frowned upon. No. no, it's not because we have the contingency plan for that. You see, we have plastic. We have plastic. Uh-huh. Every we surface gets covered in plastic. The whole studio. Yes. For oh, a dir- so how really do you call do it? You dirty Sanchez. Yeah. Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> do you call it? Yeah, I'm you like. You don't need to cover the studio for Dirty Sanchez. That's that's your own doing. You no, know, but if you do fisting, it might become. Oh, true. true. Yeah. No, we apparently, were, like, if it's a pressure builds up, it can hmm. pop out and go and yeah. fly across the room. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. depending on the size of it, because if it's really big, that's not going to happen. Wow. Every time, you just I, try, to every turn time me I try off. and fist yeah. myself, the phone rings or someone arrives. Well, that's what you have time. off buttons for, David. <laughs> Just go open the door casually yeah. with a fist in your ass. I like the How fact that we started. Listen, it's Freedom Day. We <laughs> had the freedom to talk about fist. Oh, what have, what have you got planned? So to take us to your show. I'm <laughs> here to learn. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm right. left alone today. At my, my show, and I realized, don't do a show on a public weekend. No, don't. No. Because so nobody stupid. wants to. It's difficult. The thing is, people are having that's sex what, this weekend. That's what you have pre-records for. Is this pre-recorded? No, <laughs> this is live. This is happening you now. See, it's for next but week. But you see, Tomorrow. for you, if you did a pre-record. Pre-come. 
then pre-cum. yeah, pre-cum is great. It's delicious, good. yummy. Good lube. It's see-through um, as well. That's yeah. always nice. It's got yeah. that nice. Hi guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm here. Just yeah. to see on the tip of your cock, you can kind of stretch it with yes. your finger. You can play make, with it. Make, um, wow. make little origami. No, you you can use <laughs> it as a lube web. in the beginning till you get the coconut <laughs> stuff. You just you start working with it. There are a certain amount of spermatozoa in pre-cum. Yeah, yeah you can so get pregnant for sure. But say, if you play with a man, it's fine. You know, it's a man playing with a man. Yeah. Or, you know, you just which don't is, stick it in. Which is part of sexual Fine. freedom. Freedom Day. Yeah. Are you going to speak so, about freedom? So we actually <laughs> did, you know. I had this idea of starting the show on quite a serious nature. But Dave and came along. And then we just got kind of, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah, oh, we have Nicole. It like a condom. No, guys, this is Pig Goat Banana this? Cricket. And is it is the amazing? most well-written kids comedy. But it's on thing. mute, so how do we just... Like <laughs> it looks like a condom with a dildo. Pig Goat Banana Cricket. Whoever writes that, obviously they yeah. take a large amount of acid. My, really? my kid watches it. Yeah. The sub subtext and the... And the the references in there, mm-hmm. everything's innuendo. Everything's got mm-hmm. a reference to something else, and it's just brilliant. I need to watch the it. What's it called? The fact that a pig and a goat and a banana and a cricket pig? hang. It's called? Pig, goat, banana crickets. Pig, goat, okay. banana But cricket. it's one word for kid. Pig, goat, banana, banana cricket. I got it. Cricket. That's cool. But banana is a very um, – it's f- four personalities, hmm. obviously, so they really have got it right. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's all right, so that's our inspiration. It's not a condom, on a cricket. Okay. But it is a condom. We're going Because very often he takes his peel off, and he just walks around naked. <laughs> okay. What are you making all these signs for? Can't you hear? Who can't hear who? But what was your plan for today? You wanted to be serious. Yes. Well, some of it was. Some of it was. Not, not serious, serious. I find that with na- the nature of drama mm-hmm. has to be that there's tragedy and comedy. Comedy. So this morning's podcast, when I juxtaposition came in here, three of my never arrived. Yeah. It wouldn't be juxtaposition. It would be obs- just be... Spice of life. Spice of life. <laughs> you could think of a better word than Tragedy spice of life. Comedy, the, the juxtaposition. juxtaposition is a good word. It's a big word. Shanti mm. and I were having a chat the other day about the triple score and words. Scrabble with that. Yes. <laughs> but Do you play Scrabble, David? I can't. I try. My vocabulary is not very fast and very, furious. Um, my vocabulary is not very, how do you say? Expanded. Big. Expansive. <laughs> Extensive. So the, Expansive the, takes us back the to serious <laughs> The serious side of your show is also that someone, say now you've got your 12 personalities out there if you believe in star signs. Mm-hmm. Someone will listen to the show to have a laugh. Then there's someone who, who, who just listens because it's the thing that they do. Mm-hmm. So that you become their ritual. Yes. Then there are other people that really want information. So mm-hmm. they're going, what is it like? Uh, if I do want to I'm not going to try fisting But I, yeah. people do I want to hear about this Why, so Why the, aren't you You see that's your limitation That takes <laughs> you away from freedom For what, the fisting thing Yeah No but for my show this morning I didn't have any guests oh. I didn't make a plan So and we what, went um, so educational Oh what did you What did you educate Which a lot of your about? show I'd say 60-40 Yours is educational Yeah why don't you try those little knobs over there? No, it's not working. What is None wrong tomorrow? Nothing. No, I'm going to do the Dave's approach. Ears, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm searching for. I'm not listening. Maybe it's a listen. Oh. I can hear you all fine. Okay, so when when you went like this with your hand, so yeah. I'll do an up and down movement with a closed fist, uh-huh. and I'm then you opened the fist and then did that. Yeah. I thought he said, "Come and have a donut." <laughs> but I never told you to eat it in the studio. That was your come and no, but he thought it's like a magic word for come and. I was chewing in the studio, so I just want to tell the boss I wasn't. Yeah, you weren't chewing. You were just swallowing. It's no, but if you're eating something, you can see it. Okay. It was in my mouth by the time she came in. Okay. So I wasn't really eating the In the army, they teach you if you want to eat something, you have to eat it very quietly. You have to push it into in your the, mouth. In the Israeli army. In the Israeli army. In the there's, South African there's, army. There's a hundred <laughs> fantasies right there. Uh, no, unfortunately, we all get very fat in the army because we just eat. But the important part is that you actually just put something because your mother sends you a parcel, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Every few weeks. So you put it So tomorrow I can talk about our army experiences. Uh, I can. It was called in, in the other one, it's called a pucky. A pucky. You see where David is going. That's not freedom. David's immediately going to yeah, it's, women it's, it's in Israeli army uniform. Do you have a fetish no, for army uniform? uniform. No, no. I want them out of the uniform. Exactly. When he speaks to you, John, okay. he's intelligent and kind. When he looks at me, all of a just sudden, just. just <laughs> yeah. And he never delivers as well. Yeah. Really? Let's go. Are we allowed to wrestle in the studio? Yeah. Yes, we're allowed. There's no bodily fluids. Come. <laughs> Come, wrestle with me. <laughs> okay. So, David and Tamar are going to wrestle. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so they've disappeared under the desk and they might be there for the next 45 minutes or so. So in the meantime, I will do this. Ninja sex. Chocolate starfish. Twitter bag. Calipogean. Today's dirty dictionary word is... Cowgirl. Well, I'm wet. Dirty dictionary word. Uh, Cowgirl. Today's dirty dictionary word is cowgirl. (sighs) Any idea what a cowgirl is? What we did just now. If you can see the. the, If okay, you need to put. How long have you been doing this for? (laughs) See, mouth, microphone, proximity. Cowgirl is when you are straddled like a horse, one leg on the other side. Uh huh. Would that not be like a cowgirl? One leg on either side. Of yeah, the facing face the person. Facing the person. When reverse cowgirl, you would turn around. Oh, so it doesn't have to be facing the person. Mm-mm. So why don't you say <laughs> facing the person? So cowgirl, you can do anything. Mm. As long as you've got legs on the other side riding like a bull. Well, it just, bull means, girl, it just means on top. It <laughs> doesn't have to be legs astride because there are variations. Mm. Really? Can you make the Top. variations there move the go. knees like up closer to you? Okay. There we go. Are you tired now? I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit out of breath. I, I can tried, I come to yeah. the studio and just wrestle tomorrow on Fridays? Yes, you did. You can. You can. Past 10, but then we can take it into a, a sex posture every time. Yeah. Must we end in a position? Yes, yeah. we end in a position. So we yeah, wrestle. Because that's stronger. educational, you see. Will you come up with a position? Because Cosmo always does really bad drawings, and yet. Um, like a Kama Sutra The drawings are very very specific But they're not possible You don't not feel like possible. you can do it Yeah, yeah no. but now listen here It's really important That you do not reference Cosmo Because there was a study done On the worst sex advice Given in magazines In the history of, of sex advice And top of the list is Cosmo mm-hmm. There we go But I would agree with that Because they're on a so, deadline So they'll have <laughs> someone They'll sit like this And go we need a story So then they'll ask One of the interns stories, yeah. Did you fuck anyone last night She goes yeah it was so nice I did this and that Tell us about it. Okay, so we've just kind of hit the gutter because... Because <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> no, never. We've gone even lower than that. Because on our WhatsApp line, <laughs> Tamar can't wrestle, but you should see her oh, box. Ah, oh, wonderful. <laughs> Don't tell anyone that we wrestle. I won't tell anyone. Is anybody. that it? Yeah. Are you, li- are you leaving? Yeah. <laughs> Free Wi-Fi was everything. That's that's all. That's all I am to you. Good, oh, thanks. Oh, that's what you <laughs> oh, good to know. Thank you. But I really enjoyed the truce, the the boob uh, holding. It was really nice. That's yeah. it's a proper wrestling hold, yeah, that you know, like, the boob yeah, holding. A boob holding. Yeah. I didn't know that. That was just a natural progression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for next week, Dave. Love you guys. Love you too. <laughs> we'll do another sex position. This was for the army lovers. Okay. For the so army cow- lovers, for the fight lovers, the combat lovers, the, the wrestling lovers. lovers, everything else. Okay. Sexual freedom. So, Let's two, go home. two things prompted. <laughs> what did you get now? <laughs> two <laughs> things prompted this show. So, please message us yeah. on 079-748-2090. Call us. And we are talking about sexual freedom, love freedom. Two things. Yesterday was Freedom Day in South Africa. Mm. And Is it sec- only South Africa? Yeah, it's a South okay. African All thing. right. So sexual freedom, mm. love freedom. What does that really mean? What does it mean to you to be sexually free, to be free in love? And how do you get there and what stops you getting there? And there's a really interesting thing. Are you brave enough? Because it's quite a thing to be free. And are you brave enough to be free? Because what does it mean? What do you have to do to detach yourself from your beliefs, from your limitations, from your inhibitions, from the patterns of life to be free? And that takes enormous courage to do that. It takes enormous courage to heal, to move out of the hurt that we're in, the pain that we're in, the limitations that we're in, the patterns that we live with. That was the first thing. The second thing was I sent an email to a health venue asking about workshop space in Cape Town. And I got a reply saying, we don't host that type of workshop. The type. Yes. So I firstly wondered, of course, what type of workshop it was. 
because there was no mention of any specific any activity in this type of workshop. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've gotten a very similar response saying we don't host this type of workshop. Yeah. So first thing is in terms of health, in terms of holistic health and in terms of holism, what we leave out says more about us than what we leave in, than what we include. Mm, so you actually think that the answer teaching so, is much more. Yeah. So I wrote a little Facebook, a gentle rant, which was in terms of questions of when people respond to which something like this. Which was beautifully, by the way. Thank you. You know, are these people, do they not have sex? Do they not have genitals? Are they ashamed of their bodies? Is sex not part of their lives? All of these various things. And then I got this really amazing religious Christian rant from somebody. Sure. Which I thought was, it really fascinated me. And um, we need to talk about freedom. We need. Need is a good word. We do. Because one of the biggest enemies to sexual freedom is religion. Full stop. I will say this. Whatever kind of God is out there wants you to have the most pleasure, the most love, the best fucking sex in every way from sheer fucking to incredible spiritual connection that you possibly can. So whatever God or goddess is out there, that's what they want for you. Because whichever way you were created or whichever way you evolved, and it's this total mixture of these things, gave you this incredible body, firstly, that is beautiful, and then gave you these incredible nerve endings with amazing sensitivity and this skin that goes from the tip of your toes to the top of your head and covers your being with sensation and possible sensation and then gave you this incredible emotion to connect to the sensation of love and then gave a whole lot of other emotions like bliss and ecstasy and connection and intimacy and love and curiosity and then gave you these beautiful genitals men and women Beautiful genitals that are filled with nerve endings, literally millions of nerve endings that are all about pleasure. That's their purpose. And there is a purpose to pleasure. There is a purpose to pleasure, firstly, for the sake of pleasure, because that's what it's there for. Like your muscles are there to be used. Your muscles need to be exercised. Your mind needs to be exercised. Your heart needs to be explored. And your delicious pleasure nerve endings need to be activated and stimulated and relished and savored and tasted and smelt and heard. And shouted out in absolute amazing bliss. And that's the responsibility of your pleasure. Not to put it in a box. Not to put it in a label. Not to say this is what I am and nothing else. And this is what I do and nothing else. But to be a being of sensuality. And that's how you interact with the world. Your interaction with life is sensual. We have taken that word sensual and we have put it totally in connection with sex. So sensual is like the foreplay. Hmm. Women like sensuality, men like sex. Done. And that's what we've done with it. Your sensuality is your taste. Every single thing you put in your mouth to eat or drink is a sensual experience. And if you move consciousness into that, you start to taste things amazingly. And you start to taste food and drink amazingly. Because the world is full of these incredible tastes and flavors and nuance and subtlety. 
And then you start to hear things, every music that you listen to, every soundtrack, the script of every movie that you watch and every TV program that you watch and every podcast that you listen to on Cliff Central is about your sensuality. And every person that you touch, from kissing your child in the morning to shaking hands with somebody in a meeting, to the beauty of your lover at night is a sensual experience. And every time you open your mouth to speak, it's a sensual experience. We interact with the world through sensuality. And if we bring consciousness to that, we start to celebrate this in the most amazing way. Because we become more and more aware of the power of that. And the more of this we do become aware of, the greater possibility we start to create in this exploration. To say, maybe there are certain foods that I don't enjoy the taste of. Maybe there's a sensation to that food that can start to take me somewhere different. We did a water massage experience a while ago and there was somebody there really struggling simply because the box that she has put herself in and the label she has created for herself is I am a control freak. Therefore, I do not let people in. There are certain experiences I will not allow myself to receive. There is very little freedom in that because of the limitation we create for ourselves Hmm. and one of the biggest traps of sexual freedom I have to tell you this is orgasm true Ah. so one part of freedom is allowing yourself to have orgasms amazing beautiful wonderful powerful incredible orgasms and I have to tell you that if you learn about sex and you learn about pleasure and you open the energy pathways in your body orgasms become so much more than you think they are because most people have these little 20 second eh, contractions and that's all (laughs) if they're lucky if they're lucky Mm -hmm. and current research shows that maybe anywhere between 40 and 60 percent of women are not having these Anyway, so that can change. So you give yourself permission to have these orgasms. Then you go beyond orgasm. Hmm. So pleasure freedom is the idea of going beyond orgasm is really important to that because orgasm becomes this trap that we focus on doing whatever we have to do to make that happen. Yeah. We're not in the moment. In the feelings, in the sensations, in the connection. We, are, we have a goal. Yeah. And that's what we do. Because that's sex. Yeah. And the goal is very much what should be instead of what could be. Sure. But also in your life. Same thing. Mm. So, sexual freedom becomes the most amazing journey of life freedom. Because when we become sexually free and we become conscious, we start to see how in the rest of our lives we've allowed and created and accepted limitations as we've done with our sexuality. So the box that you put yourself in, in terms of sexuality, in terms of the amount of pleasure you will allow yourself to have. And our world is filled With things like you can't have too much pleasure. You can't have too much of a good thing. And it can't last for too long. And if there's too much pleasure and too much fun, that has to come crashing down. The more that you open your heart to love, to sex, to pleasure, to life, the more that just expands, expands, and expands and expands. And I have learned in my relationship the power of opening your heart. Firstly, the sexual power of that. 
which is literally, literally indescribable. And secondly, beyond that, the love, the connection, the intimacy, the possibility that it brings us. So freedom is possibility. Freedom is possibility. Getting out of what should, the way we think that something should be, into the way something could be. Could be means we open to this incredible life. And all these resources that life and the universe and God and whatever else you want to call that has to offer start to help us creating, crafting, building, growing a life of adventure, of wonder, of excitement. And this is not this huge thing about changing the world every day. It's about waking up with this idea of me in my life, doing a nine-to-five job, doing whatever it is, living the life that I live. How can I create that level of pleasure in what I do? So we've got a beautiful message from somebody here. Sexual freedom, guided by the inner force within us, love and sexual freedom is an expression of the true you, connecting one life force with the other through the weaving of energy. Endless possibilities unfold. With this freedom, though, comes responsibility, and that is the responsibility of the authentic heart. So that's your responsibility, to be authentic. That means to be vulnerable. That means to make mistakes. That means to apologize. That means to feel everything. So there's this whole big movement at the moment about positivity. Got to have positive thoughts. Positive. Th- everything's got to be positive. What a load of cuck! Crap for the listeners who don't know what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. What a load of nonsense. You cannot be positive all the time because you are going to feel lonely. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel angry. You're going to feel hurt. You're going to feel lonely. You are going to feel alone. That's human. Acknowledge the feelings. That's authentic. Share the feelings. That's authentic. But know that that's not all that you are. Anger is a part of you. You do not have to be an angry person. Lonely is a part of you. You do not have to be Mm. a lonely person. More than one emotion can be in the same place at the same time. I can be angry. I can still express calmly. It becomes about a choice. Mm. So authenticity is acknowledging where I am. And then how do we expand a situation that will allow for the greatest possible outcome, whatever that might be. That's a big thing. The fact that I can be authentic and I can be the true, my true self expand, not in my comfort zone, doesn't mean I have to force myself on others or force my anger, loneliness, or even sexual Mm. appetite on anybody else. I am authentic, but still communicated in a respectful, in a, in a, in a holistic way, in a sense. I, I'm respectful to myself and therefore I'm respectful to the people. Yes. Yeah. So there's an interesting thing about, um, about respecting other people's opinions. Or wishes, desires. Yeah. yeah. And I read this this week and it really struck me. You simply have to acknowledge somebody else's opinion. Okay. That's really important, acknowledging them. I don't have to agree with it. I don't even have to really respect it. Acknowledging it says I see you. Hmm. And for so many of us, that's what we want, for somebody to see us. But somebody to see our authentic self. So claiming my freedom means I have to show you my authentic self. Hmm. 
Do you think religion has correlated or used, or people that created religion, um, used the idea of once I'm in a sexual state, I'm forceful, I'm an animalistic creature, I'm, um, I'm a dangerous being, because actually once you are sexual, you know, these type of <laughs> retreats or workshops, once I'm sexual, I can't be stopped. Once I'm sexual, I'm out of my senses, out of my values. That's, that's something that once you, while you were talking, I realized if you're in that beautiful state of acknowledgement, of authenticity, of expansion within yourself, sexuality goes hand in hand with all those beautiful values and all the sides of you, all of you. And in religion, they put it as an animal part that is not connected to us. And, Often that's where it starts Because that sexual energy often starts With that pure lust mm. Animalistic okay. But it's a fire that burns up Through us And as it burns up through us It connects with every single part of us Along the way So if you think about One of the most amazing expressions Of sexual freedom is that within our Sexuality and sensuality are more parts of us than almost any other aspect of our lives. So let's yeah. In fact, firstly, yeah, firstly think about work. What a lot of people do is pretty one-dimensional in terms of the jobs that they have. It expresses one aspect yeah, of I'm themselves. An that's that's, it. What, that's I do. what I do. Okay. So being an accountant, I might do a range of different things, but the expression of that is not enormous. And it's governed by a whole lot of rules, by a whole lot of regulations. It has to be a certain way for other people to connect with it, and that's all. And in that, there's not often a huge range of personal expression. For sure. Okay. For a lot of people, the food that we eat become quite limited. These are the kind of things that I eat. This is what I do not eat. I'm a really adventurous eater. I was… You are adventurous many. I, in, I was in… Chinatown a little while ago, looking nice. at the restaurant in one of the menus Eating there. Duck, so one of duck's the blood, one of the specials, <laughs> duck's blood in chili sauce. I, I don't know that I can see myself tasting duck's blood in chili sauce yet. My limitation, okay, might change. So a lot of what we do often becomes pretty one-dimensional. We read the same kind of books, we watch the same kind of movies, we go to the same kind of places, we wear the same kind of clothes. That's what we. Do Whether it works Or serves us Is a whole Different story But we do What we do Because it's What we know It's our Comfort zone We feel We don't feel Safe Well often We do But But it's Comfortable But it's What we know So we'll stay there So how many people Are in jobs That they do not like Everybody almost (laughs) A lot of people People are in relationships that are not fulfilling. Mm. They're comfortable. True. So I'll stay there. Fear. That's the death of freedom. Yeah. Simple. The death of freedom. In our sensuality and sexuality are firstly all these different parts of ourselves to express. So I wrote something a while ago that said, Within me, my lover sees man, God, and beast. And all of the expressions of that man, from a really gentle, vulnerable man to an absolute sexual beast and a God, firstly a God of pleasure, and then secondly, this energy of God of creation manifest in the world of simple possibility. So within me are all of those expressions. The freedom is in claiming those and expressing them and then using sexuality, sexual energy as a tool to explore those and to discover more of them and to discover more of the connection between my body and my heart, my body, my heart and my spirit. So in the fullness of that, sexuality becomes a tool of inquiry, of learning. Then the expression of that becomes healing. 
So that's the that's the transformation of that. Yeah. Or? First is the healing, which is the release of the patterns from the past, mm. the fears that keep me in certain places, the limitations, the inhibitions, the beliefs that I have about myself. Freedom and belief do not go together. Hmm, that's a belief very is, strong statement. Belief is a limitation because belief locks me into a pattern of thinking. Hmm. A religious belief, a mental belief, um, a philosophical belief, it locks me into a way of being. Hmm. Even if it's a belief around I deserve pleasure or a belief that, you know, it's more like a value or. Yeah, the belief will lock me in place. Okay. The possibility will free me. Because the belief will often say, I deserve pleasure. This is how the pleasure should be. It's the interpretation. That's it. Instead of saying, I have no idea how the pleasure should be, let me see what the pleasure could be. And when you open your heart, that's when you start to see what it could be. And that's when the different parts of you start to emerge. Never saw this before. Wow. Some of it is scary. I never thought certain things were a part of me. I never thought I would see within me an absolute clawed beast who could reach into her chest and pull her heart out. And eat it. What the fuck is that when you see that in yourself? Where does that come from? That's a part of me. What do I do with that? I can take the energy of that, the power of that, and I can express that. That's all a part of who we are. Mm. The freedom is in allowing that, in coming to know it. And then you start to see we are so much more than we often allow ourselves to be. Our world runs on us being scared, on us being small, on us buying into this system of control. Yeah. And from that comes the fear of expressing who we are. And that's one of the reasons that sexual freedom is so scary for so many people. Because if anything is going to upset this apple cart, it's going to be sex. Blame blame sex. That's it. And we have done that. We've given more power to sexual indiscretion than anything else. Mm. There's a question I often ask people. If somebody was running for public office... And they start to lay a lot of their life bare because you have to. And people start looking at every aspect of what you do. If you knew somebody was into kink or fetish or somebody was a swinger or somebody was polyamorous, would you still vote for them? Hmm. The fascinating thing is they could do all sorts of other things. They can be members of incredible right-wing organizations. They can be fascist. They can be racist. They can be criminals. Criminals. They can be religious. I don't want to use the word lunatics. Extremists. <laughs> that, there we go. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> they could have the most amazing way out ideas. But that's legit. And that's okay. But as soon as a level of sexual freedom is expressed by them, everything shuts down. Mm. And we will not forgive sexual indiscretions. We will forgive anything else, but we will not forgive sexual indiscretion. Unless it's in Italy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the story of, of her porn name was Chichi Olina. I don't know her real name. And she became, she was an incredible porn star. Um, and at one point she was married to this amazing artist, a guy called Jeff Coons. And he did some beautiful, beautiful um, glass sculptures and pictures of her. And she's been a really successful member of parliament in Italy for so long. But how many other countries, if you stood for parliament and you made a porn movie in the past, would you be allowed in the door other than an object of curiosity? Look what they're doing to Trump and his wife now. That's it. 
So that's what we've done. We've put sexuality in the most limited box of all. The biggest social force in our world, the biggest social addiction in our world, Facebook. You can see people being murdered on Facebook. I saw that last week. It was horrifying. The most incredible level of hate speech on Facebook. Immorality, hatred. You name it. Cruelty to animals. The most intense pictures of cruelty to animals are allowed. You put a bare breast on Facebook. A mother breastfeeding her child on Facebook. And you get shut down. That's true. The colleagues of mine, friends of mine, who post things, not sexually explicit things. Which you can Google, by the way, very easily. That's it. Anywhere. And you get shut down. We fear our sexuality more than we fear That's something important, John T. If we would spend time in our childhood... Just embracing pleasure, embracing our bodies. If we would spend time in our young adult lives mm. exploring, if we would get acquainted and friend, friends with our passion, our desire, our intimacy, our hormones, if we would spend any time, any legit time, not hiding behind closed doors, running away from our parents, if we would feel we are legit, that would be such a contribution to some kind of healthy society because the first thing that if you have a conversation with an extremist or a, a religious person, they say, but it's wrong. Nobody does it. And then you ask yourself, how is online sex and internet and porn and all that? Is that the most profitable online business? Yeah. Well, that's what we're teaching people more than anything else is that porn and sex are the same thing. Mm. And our entire sex education system is based more on fear than on pleasure. So how do you think that would change if we taught young people that sex was about pleasure? So we might teach them the word orgasm, but we focus so much more on how not to get pregnant, how not to get HIV or AIDS. And then we fall down in that because we won't give them access to the things that prevent that. So we do this hypocrisy, Completely. this absolute failure. Yeah, it's also bound to fail. So for every teenage pregnancy that there is, we have failed someone. If we haven't provided them with the possibility to stop that happening. And then we go more than that, especially in South Africa, and I can't speak for anywhere else, by not making freedom of choice available, by not making terminations safely available. Yes, it's in our constitution, but there's this enormous gap. (laughs) So, you know, on the last retreat in Mozambique that we did a few weeks ago, um, the theme of the retreat was your sexual story. Mm-hmm. And it was about how we go from the story of guilt and shame and embarrassment and discomfort and a story that was given to us sure. to a story that we write, that we create. And part of this was inquiry and a whole lot of questions along the way. And some of the questions were along the lines of think about the sex that you would like to be having. And the sex that you are having, the love you would like to be experiencing, and the level of love that you are feeling in your life. And look at the gap in between those. Wow. I'm sure that was something. It was life-changing for some people. And <laughs> look, at people. What's, look at what's in the gap. So what's in the gap is judgment. What's in the gap is fear. What's in the gap is misunderstanding. Lack of importance. All sorts of things. You know, timing. Like you know, people say, okay, let's just have sex 10 minutes in, at night when we're done everything else, which means bills, kids, food, gym. Yes, yeah, so the place we put pleasure, it doesn't have much importance in our world. When you start to have really deep pleasure experiences, you start to see the impact on your life, on your health. On your physical health, how much more energy you have, how much more everything in your body.
body works. It also activates, it helps your relationship yeah. in a sense of you know new parts of yourself, new parts of your partner. That's a, a recipe yeah. for a beautiful I rejuvenation. Saw, I heard something really true this week from from somebody came to see me and they've been through a, a really traumatic experience. They were held up in their home. Um, all sorts of trauma has come from it. Um, and he said, if we didn't have a really good sex life, we would not be coping with this at all because that's firstly their stress relief. It's their connection and intimacy. It's where they're able to talk. Support each other. That's it. So the importance of that is incredible in so many different ways. There's a wonderful saying, and I'm not sure who said it first, but I remember years ago having a conversation with a psychiatrist who said it, that when sex works, it's about 10 or 20% of a relationship. Mm. I never quite agreed with that because what he knew about sex was limited, limited and quite conservative. Mm. But his next sentence was yeah. had amazing truth. When sex doesn't work, it's 90% of a relationship. Do you think it's true or is it amplified? It's amplified because okay. of the that's in that's mostly where we have intimacy. That's Until we find out express. that intimacy is is so much more. But when we've lost that connection, we've lost the space to talk about so many other things and so many other possibilities. So your sexual freedom is in the realm of possibility. Your love freedom is in the realm of possibility. And maybe the greatest freedom is the choice to love. And how you love. With vulnerability. With authenticity. And vulnerability is the word that scares so many people. Because I have to reveal myself. And what happens when I do because then you are going to look at me with these eyes that might be full of judgment, that might be full of rejection. If you cannot be authentic, then why be in your relationship? Then you're simply in this comfortable space prison. that shuts you down, and that's exactly what it is. It becomes an emotional prison. Because if I'm scared to reveal one small thing about myself, then I'm scared to reveal this, and then this, and then I suppress it, and then I suppress it, and then I suppress myself, and then I suppress myself in so many other parts of my life. I can't do anything but that. And I lose myself. If we go back to that responsibility, your responsibility is to be the most that you can be. And that's acknowledging yourself. And then sharing yourself. And then revealing yourself. And when you do that from your heart... The most amazing things in life start to happen. Hi. So, have, so after you said this amazing speech that I will put now, it's like a direct, a direct voice from the sky. <laughs> you know how how what would you advise to people to start their freedom? Not to be afraid of conventional society. Not to be afraid of... But to simply look at saying, what is the kind of life that you want? At the end of this life, what would you like to look back on? And there was some very interesting stuff that I read a while ago about um, a whole lot of people, a whole lot of nurses yeah. were asked in a study on people who were close to death, what they shared with them in terms of what they regretted with from their lives and what they enjoyed the most. Not one person said they wished they'd worked more or worked harder. Top of the list, I wished I'd had more time with friends, more time with family. A Harvard study, it's one of the longest running health studies in the world, if not the longest, 75-year mm -hmm. study on happiness. What was the highest factor in happiness was fulfilling relationships. Fulfilling relationships. 
and quoting I, you. And I have to say, <laughs> for some people to be uh, free is to jump up with and down balloon. with a balloon. There we, there go. we go. That's. But that's it's being in the moment because that's <laughs> yeah, the freedom. It's being authentic. Being in the moment. That's important. It's it's, it's a little being, bit. It's yeah. present. And you know, I had a really interesting thought on the way here this morning, mm. and it was about the fact that children express themselves in a certain way, and adults express themselves in a certain way. Be an adult. Well, being an adult often means that you've just shut so many parts of yourself down. That's basically you just nailed the thing. That's, That's it. it. So when a kid is upset, they express that, and generally, then it's done. And we hold on to all of the stuff because that's being an adult is. And I have to say, with my love, I have learned more about being an adult and being a lover and being a man and being a beast and being a god, which is a really fucking scary thought because you think about what goes with that. Mm. The responsibility That's it. Or the And I don't know that I'm quite ready for that yet I have to be honest It scares <laughs> me But it's being all of these things And it's being them with love and with joy And in the moments of authenticity Even the anger has an amazing happiness to it Because of the realness The celebration That that's yours Own it doesn't mean you have to live out of being an angry person. People think that if they people, some people think that if they're going to allow themselves, they're going to be just angry or just resentful yeah. because there is a lot of resentment inside. So when, when you own the anger and when you own the resentment, it will pass. You need to express it. Mm. It will pass. Yeah, that's one thing that. And what are you going to be if you let go of the anger? Because that's where the problem is for so many people. I have no idea what I'd be. If I let all this stuff go, if I let the anger go, if I let the fear go, if I let the frustration go, what would I be? Because we don't get a lot of models for happiness, for happy lives, for, for beautiful pleasure, relationships. For, beautiful, for, to, for feel, to trust yourself, to trust yourself, yeah. your choices. Think about your relationship models. That's your parents. How much of your parents' sex life do you might not want to imagine your parents having sex? I get it fully, absolutely. You do not necessarily want to imagine or think about or fantasize the kind of sex that your parents have. But if you never saw your parents touch each other, hold hands, be affectionate, and a lot of people never saw that. That's your model. And the, the model becomes TV or internet. If your parents never woke up in the morning with this big smile. <gasps> and at some point, if your mother or father never said to you, oh, your mother is a wonderful lover. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Doesn't have to give details. But to simply say, oh, I am sexually satisfied and fulfilled with your father. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's like fiction, what you just said. Well, what are we teaching our kids and what are we giving ourselves? Uh. Baby, I love you. I wish you all so much pleasure. Cliffcentral.com